Okay, guys, welcome back to Mummy Memoirs, the podcast, the podcast that gives you real, raw, and authentic conversations about motherhood, fatherhood, and parenting every single week. Today, we have the beautiful Jen with us today. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, Jen. Thank you so much for agreeing to be a part of season two. Um, it means a lot to me. How are you today? I'm fine. I'm, yeah, I'm happy. You're fine. <laughs> guys, if you know... The headache we went through just to get here today <laughs> we actually got locked behind a door today but it's fine we found our way out and we're here with you so um yeah Jen so before we jump into the questions we're gonna start off with a game okay. that I've prepped a little icebreaker game okay. so the game is called say what's on your mind so essentially what it is is I'm gonna I'm gonna start off a sentence and then you have to finish it off I don't need to think too long literally say the first thing that comes into your mind yeah oh so for God. example I might say my name is, and then you would say Jen, Jen yeah? Okay. But it's not as straightforward as that. Okay. I've only got four of them. Um, so say the exact first thing that comes to your mind. Don't filter down. Are you ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> easy questions, easy. Okay. okay, first one. I can't believe I actually blank when I was younger. <laughs> Why is this so hard? Should we come back to that one? Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh my, my second one is, I know this is weird, but I really like to blank. <laughs> no, wait, what kind of... Should I do that one? <laughs> so my one, I know this is weird, but I really like to, when I was pregnant, I really liked to eat sand. However, I never actually did, but it was a really big craving of mine. Really? And when I was younger, when I was really young, yeah. you know when you used to play in the sand pit, um... Like, as a kid in primary school, mm-hmm. I used to, like, eat inside. <laughs> no, I'm not now? lying. No, now, now, I don't have... So you I just see ha- it. You can't take you to the beach it now. Was, it was a thing where I was playing with the sand and it's on my hand and then you have to wipe it off. So I was like, oh, let me lick it let off. Me- and then I licked it. I was like, oh, this tastes nice. This oh is when I was gosh. younger. Now I don't like sand, but when I was pregnant... I hate sand. I yeah. feel like it gets everywhere. I love it. I hate sand. I, loved, oh. I liked past the, the, the like, taste of it. Yeah. 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 It's all pretty and... Be, I don't know what it was. It was the taste for, okay. for me. Okay, next one. I am gonna do this one. I promise. Okay, you have to now. Okay, you've given up two of them, right? No, do you know what it is? It's just like. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one's not too hard. Okay. Okay, I would die without blank. Watermelon. Watermelon. I was always craving that during my pregnancy. Swear. I couldn't. Literally, I had to have it morning, day, and night. Literally, it was just my go-to watermelon, even okay. till now. Is that is that now then after it was like okay birth? so yeah it, so during during pregnancy and after up until now I can't do without it okay literally my answer to that it's got nothing even to do with when I was pregnant but I die without my phone I know it's really bad <laughs> to say literally at work this week I lost my phone no, for like oh maybe God. thirty minutes I didn't know I misplaced it I went somewhere I left it then I forgot. Um, and I literally went into panic mode and I I couldn't do the rest of my job until I got my phone back. Like it oh, was that deep. I feel like I think if that yeah no if that happened to me I think yeah I don't think I could live without my It's phone. really bad that we rely so much on our phones. Exactly. But like your phone has your email. It's got all my photos, videos, exactly. like personal things. Like everything is there. Mm. So if I lose it, it's I feel true. like I die. But anyway, okay. The last one. This is an easy one. I'm thankful for my son. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I thought you were say myself. No, oh no. That's I mean, why I thought you no. Were. <laughs> No, my son, I'm thankful for my son. I'm, you know, I'm really happy. God bless me with a beautiful one-year-old. I know. 
yeah, I couldn't be, I couldn't have asked for anything else, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> correct answer there. Oh, thank you. Um, okay, so let's jump into the questions. So um, I'm going to hand it over to you. Okay. Give us a, like a rough idea of what your story is, how you sort of found your way into motherhood okay. and sort of where you are now in okay. motherhood. So uh, my story, it, it definitely wasn't planned. <laughs> Neither was mine. Um, I didn't even know I was pregnant. I th- it was like my partner at the time that told me like, I'll swear. Oh yeah. Um, I, th- I, I think you're pregnant. And I'm like, oh no, no. What okay. are you talking about? And he was like, no, I think, I was like, no. I was in denial for a very long time. So how, how far along were you when you realized that you could potentially be pregnant? It was still very early on to be honest. I was like, I, was, I think I was seven weeks. Okay, so what six, symptoms six, was your partner seeing that you weren't noticing, <laughs> even though it was your body? <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs> um, I was feeling really disorientated. Okay. Um, I was sleeping a lot. Yeah. And everyone that knows me, I don't sleep much. I have, they call me hot foot. I'm always up and down. Yeah. I'm very, very active. So, um, for me to be like, oh, no, I can't be bothered. I just want to lay down. I just want to sleep. Let's go back and chill. Let's go back. And he's just thinking, what's going hey, This is not the normal is, gen. Is, what's going on? Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> a bit of TMI. I was very, very constipated. <laughs> okay. That doesn't normally happen. I'm very I think free, that's normal, you know. Say. I think I had that as well, as you said that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that was a dead giveaway. It was only until I actually done the test that I started realising all the symptoms. I was like, oh my god, yeah, and then this, and I was like, oh my god, that, oh my god, that too, and yeah. I was like, oh wow, that means, you know, so it's quite, it's it's amazing, I would say, and definitely, like, obviously, girls, listen to your body, literally, yeah, 100%. it tells you, bef- like I said, my body was telling me before I even, you know, so. You know, for me, sorry to jump in there, my, for me, I was having really bad period pains, yeah. and I normally get period pains anyway, but I, I actually, because of the period pains, I just thought, my period was coming mm. and I didn't understand why the pains were lasting so long right so I ended up taking ibuprofen and that's something you shouldn't yeah, take no, yeah I know no. I know that oh. now but I actually took it and I, this was early on because I think I found out when I was about three weeks wow. it was quite early but I, t- I did take ibuprofen because yeah. I remember the pain was just mad yeah and then it was like a few days later I was like why is my period still not here but mm. I'm getting period pains yeah. could it be that I'm pregnant but I, yeah. I was still confused because I didn't really know <laughs> Um, and then again, my partner at the time, he's the one that actually said, sure, I think we should take a test. Yeah. And I took a test. And okay. Then, but yeah. go, even going back to the, like, the pain, um, I was at work and then I thought, I remember like, we're in a, like a small office and, um, my back's hurting me. And mm. I, obviously I hear people, they get back pain when they're on their period and things like that. But I, I never, you know, I'm just one of the people that don't really get pain like that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, why is my back hurting me? I was literally like okay, rolling on the floor in, really? with the pain. Because I was thinking, like, what is this? So, obviously, um, yeah, I was just... I, that was a dead giveaway, should I say. Um, and this was before you took the test? Yeah, this is before. Literally, I was at work thinking, what's going on? Why have I got back pain? Yeah. I was so naive to everything, to be honest. But, um, yeah, that was, like I said, a dead giveaway. Um, I'm trying to think. There was something else that happened. It was just... It was it was it was crazy. Was it to do pain wise? Was it pain? Well, my breasts were hurting. Oh, but the thing mm. is with me, leading up to my periods, you know, my breasts normally do quite, um, get quite tender anyway. So 
Yeah, so I wouldn't say that was a giveaway either because I was just thinking, okay, just why is my period not here? Like, my breasts are hurting. Yeah. So it's indicating it is coming. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I think that's one thing that to highlight that for a lot of people, well, for me, I haven't heard anyone speaking about, like, the signs of pregnancy early, early on. Mm. And I think for a lot of people, that you don't know that actually your period pains, if you do experience them, can be signs of pregnancy as opposed to a period. And all the other symptoms that come along with your period Mm. could actually be signs of your period coming. So if you miss it, don't think, oh, it's still coming like I did and I took ibuprofen, (laughs) because that's a no-no. Thank God my daughter came out healthy. But um, yeah, take a test if ever unsure. Yeah. But anyway, carry on. Um, So found out I was pregnant and then, uh, what was the first thing? I had, um, yeah, so, in the first trimester, I had very, very bad um, morning sickness. Obviously, morning sickness, as everyone should know, doesn't only just happen in the mm, morning. Mm. So, literally, like, anything and everything would set me off. Like, I couldn't eat much. Um, I mean, having rice, um, Nigerian food, like, my mum's always cooking. Mm. So, I would get, I would go to the kitchen, open the fridge and, like, you know the stench of the food and everything would just hit me and just set me off I'm running to the bathroom. Mm. I think it was a time, my friend, my poor friend, um, I went to my friend's house and um, she made this, oh, she made this nice, she made um, brown stew chicken, rice. I was hungry, I ate it, I was I was feeling great. I was like, yeah, you know. <laughs> I was on my way home, literally just left the house within five minutes, got into the car, driving, I went over a speed bump Oh, no. I had to do an emergency stop. So oh. in the road, open the door. I mean, cars were beeping at me. And I'm thinking, I can't. Dr- it's like, either I'm going to throw, throw up, up on yourself. All, all over myself, the car. And yeah. I was like, nah, I have to stop this car. This is an emergency. Yeah. So, and that happened a few times. Oh, wow. Um, then from early onset, I found out that I had um, gestational diabetes. Okay. So, mo- I think... I believe, don't quote me on this, most people, a lot of people find out when they're, like, I would say towards the end of their second or third trimester, but I found out really early on. So I was at work one day, because obviously, you know, in the beginning, you have all your, your bloods done and things like that. So I was at work one day, and um, my midwife at the time called me, and she was like, oh, oh, I'm sorry to tell you, but you've got diabetes. And obviously with me, I can't lie, I'm very dramatic. Mm. You know, my head started spinning, it was the end of the world, I was crying, I was, you know... Um, she didn't really necessarily explain it properly. So she was like, yeah, I've booked you in. So they would have to refer me to another team. Okay. So obviously with me, I just thought I was diabetic. That's so just because of how she, de- how delivered, she delivered the it. information yeah. to me. So uh, I've gone to my next session where they, it's a, it's a clinic for um gestational diabetes so I've gone there thinking yeah I'm, I'm you know I'm diabetic blah 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 and I just see a bunch of pregnant women all pregnant women in this clinic and I'm just thinking oh I wasn't expecting that so that is more common than you thought initially right, yes yeah okay so I've gone in um and then there's got they've got like literal literally different stations so you go in you get your bloods done you have your blood pressure checked and then you have your weight done if that's all fine then you have a one-on-one um but the first session sorry let me backtrack so you have like a little, um, I would say it's like a little study session. So okay. this is how you're going to manage the gestational diabetes. Um, so what it is, it's basically due to your hormones and, you know, during pregnancy, your hormones are all over the place, yeah. whatever, whatever. Yeah. So um, it obviously it causes, it brings on diabetes, 
within your pregnancy. So it doesn't necessarily mean you're a diabetic. It's just because of the way your hormones are reacting to your pregnancy. Okay. It brings on diabetes. Just for the period whilst you're, you're pregnant. pregnant. Okay, yes. okay. So like I said, mine was, um, I found out about mine very early on. I think I was like 10 weeks when I found out. So it's quite early, but it's not uncommon as well. So I wasn't the only one that was like at that gestation when I found out. Okay. Um, so I went to this, you know, like a le- it's like a little mini lecture and they teach you how to manage it. Um, there's different levels of it as well. So depending on the severity, you can have it controlled by diet. Okay. Um, you could be on metformin, which is tablets, okay. or you could have insulin, which you would have to be injecting yourself. That's obviously more severe. And okay. so lucky for me, thank God, um, mine could be controlled by diet. So literally I just had to watch. It was like being on a diet, but not really, because if you actually do listen to your body, most of the time I feel like your body tells you what it needs, what you're craving at the time. Well, this was for me. So most of the time I was craving, like, let's say, like I said, watermelon. Yeah. I was craving cucumber, all these, like, sort of fresh um, foods. Okay, so the healthy side. Yeah, so I was on the... Yeah, so, I mean, what's the craziest thing I was... Oh, oh, Indonesia. Oh, oh really? I don't know why. I mean, Did you eat it a lot before you fell pregnant? Really, just every just, now and again. Just, yeah, but when I was pregnant, oh, Indomie was my go-to. <laughs> <laughs> um, which wasn't obviously that great. So with the gestational diabetes, uh, every morning, take your blood sugar. Um, then I think after every, an hour after every meal, um, you take your reading again. So, and what it does is they'll give you this little device and they will monitor your readings based on that. Okay. So you have to be disciplined and make sure that you are taking your readings because if you don't, um, the way it affects the baby is the baby. Uh, how, how can I say this? The baby starts to like sugar and can grow very big, and then when you deliver. I think the baby's at risk of being hypoglycemic, which means okay. addicted to sugar. Right. Okay. So that's a you know, you know, a good reason for you to make sure that okay, look, stick to this. It's not just for you; it's for your child. Child, exactly. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah. So that was that. Um, also, there were questions. Okay, before I was pregnant, there was questions about my blood pressure, um, blood pressure issues running my family. So, um, lucky, luckily. When I was when I first got to the blood pressure clinic, my blood pressure had actually come down. So when I was referred to the blood pressure clinic, they said, "Yeah, we don't need to see you because what happens is in the first few months of, pre- of pregnancy, um, as the placenta grows, it lowers the blood pressure anyway." Okay. So I was like, "Okay, cool." So going through my pregnancy, I didn't have no blood pressure issues. So. The main thing was the diabetes. So every Tuesday, I would have to go to this clinic. I mean, if you're good and your readings are good, you don't have to come in so often. So it would go from like maybe every Tuesday to every other Tuesday um, or every other Tuesday to every four weeks. So I was going through those clinics, I think every two weeks. Yeah, every two weeks. So I was okay-ish, but then there was a time where I started neglecting, I was just like, oh, this is getting annoying, I can't be bothered, and I started just getting tired of it. Yeah. Um, and then a midwife, uh, sorry, a midwife had to call me, and she was like, look, you're missing your sessions, blah, 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 and she was like, your child has a right to, 
if you don't come to these sessions, you're at risk, you know, your child has a say. And it really hit me because I was like, it's true, even though my child is not here yet, you know, I'm not even giving my child the best start of life. Mm. So that really sort of like gave me a kick up the bun, like, come on, Jen, get to these sessions. Yeah. It is draining, you know, how pregnancy is, you know, trying to every day get into the hospital. And it's in the hospital as yeah. well. So yeah. every Tuesday trying to get in there. So that was that. And then, like I said, I had really bad morning sickness to the point where I think about three or four times I had to go to hospital to have like um, the, what are the... Do they give you like the pills? Yeah, sometimes. They g- so they gave me the pill, okay. but um, it was. No. Did it help? Does no. that help? There was one where they gave me, and it just set me off. It made me. I had. I was being sick, and I was going to the toilet at this. Sorry, this is graphic at the same time. No, but it's real. It's honest. Um, That's the worst. It's so imagine, to feel like you want to throw up out your mouth, it was, and then you it also. Was not even feeling, Honestly speaking, it was coming out. Both oh, ends. it was. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. So, it was really bad. Um, and, and was know, this just in the beginning stages? Or was this all the way through? So this was mostly in the beginning. So I do thank God, you know, most people, they, they, their morning sickness does die down after the first trimester. So luckily I was one of those people where it did actually die down. I mean, there was occasional times where if I did eat something that I didn't really like or that upset me, then I would throw up. But it wasn't like all the way through. So yeah. I thank God. So fast forward going through, um, I started getting a lot of swelling as well what like in your feet in my oh, in my feet um that was from early on though but at that point no blood pressure issues so it was all it was all fine it's all normal so it got to the point where i couldn't even wear my normal trainers i couldn't wear anything mm. so it was i would say i mean february it's not that warm i had to wear these big ass sandals to work <laughs> because none of my shoes would fit oh no <laughs> so i'm going to the office and you know work went up was work supportive of they were of the supportive situation. because they had to be does that make sense but I did f- they make you feel uncomfortable that at they times, had to make these changes at, at times i felt personally at times i felt a bit i felt i felt like that i felt like they they made me feel a bit uncomfortable um That's not good. there was a time when you know i've told her oh um when i told them about the gestational diabetes she was like, oh, but what's that? How, but why have you got to go in? Is that how she said it to you? Yeah, I mean, it was one of my team leaders. Um, yeah, she... You still work there now? Okay, <laughs> okay we can't go into <laughs> too much. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> yeah, so I was just like, okay. But do you know what? Some people, they haven't had a child before. They have... She, so she was That's one of them people. Say. So she did... I don't think she understood. So I couldn't really be so harsh or you know get too upset obviously because you're a female you'd expect a obviously i mean you know, yeah everyone yeah. to their own i mean i think it was about money for her to be honest i mean i'm just one person in out of how many but so, you still legally have rights right. especially so, before pregnancy if you need to make adjustments so i have a really good friend she works in hr okay not in my company but you know for another company and um she was just like no do you know that you can't do this 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 and that she said okay. i need to call up my hr department and find out so i was like huh so i called up hr and they were like oh no they can't make you do this they can't make you do that and obviously because like i said i was being sick all the time there was a, i couldn't get in my feet were swollen I mean, my commute to work was like an hour and 30 minutes. Um, not, that's not wow. driving. Do you understand? Yeah. I mean, there's, there is parking on site, but they didn't always grant me access to drive. So, because it... That's a lot. Exactly. Oh. So sometimes I'd just, I would have... To, but at the end of the day, I would be shattered and I'd have to get a cab, you know? So, um, 
Did you ever consider getting signed off? Oh, so that's when, when I spoke to HR. Okay. Then they were like, oh yeah, so technically, I mean, the girl that I spoke to, God bless her. If you're watching this, God bless you, yeah? <laughs> she was like, well, if you go sick, no matter how many times you go sick, they can't do nothing. They can't really penalise you for that. Because that was the main thing, you know, you don't want to keep going sick and then you get into trouble. Mm-hmm. So she was like, no, pregnancy-related issues, you can't help your body's response to pregnancy. So she was like, no, they can't, you know, by law, you know, they can't do anything to you. They can, fre- like, I don't know why they're threatening you and whatever, whatever. So, and then she was like, you've only got this X amount of time left. So I was like, she was like, so basically she was just telling me, go sick. So literally, I, I think I got up to like four months into my pregnancy. Okay. And I didn't go back to work. I went sick. But I respect that, you know, because I think a lot of mums, they battle with that. Um, especially if it's their first child. Right, yeah. And you're not, you're not someone who takes time off work often. You feel guilty. But what I, I mean, I'm in, I wasn't in the same situation as you, but I did have to get, take, I did have to get signed off for a period mm. um, and I felt guilty at the time. But then I had to remind myself, like, this is my child. This is my first child. At right. the end of the day, work will place you like that. Like, mm-hmm. any place of work, they will place you like that exactly. if they need to. And your child, this is their one time, do you know what I mean, yeah. to go through that process to then come exactly. into the world. So you have to put your family first, essentially. Because exactly. Because, obviously, you care about your family more than work do, so... <laughs> that's sort of my mentality no it's it, true you know? I mean it's absolutely true that's why you know when I felt like when I was speaking to her I felt like she wasn't really that sympathetic towards me like I said I was just one person in this whole you know in this whole office and I could just be replaced just like that so um, yeah so I literally just went sick and then I had I had holiday that which I hadn't used okay. and then they gave me so my actual manager she was quite nice I think she was a bit more understanding and then so she gave me holiday. Okay. And then that was it. Then I was on maternity leave. And at that point... Mater- From four months, yeah? So, yeah. So okay. I think that took me up until... That took me up until I was about, I think, eight months. Okay. Literally. Yeah. And were you able to rest? And, oh, you know... yeah. I was living my best life. <laughs> Not re- Well, I was still having to go into... Your weekly appointments. And yeah. stuff, yeah. So when it got to about let's say eight months like literally my swelling got so bad really 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 oh, bad no. yeah yeah I, I like a hippo <laughs> um, listen it's one of the beautiful parts of pregnancy as much as women hate it when you look back at least you can look back and say yeah i i went through that yeah. and gave birth to my child no my sister know? used to make jokes <laughs> she'd be like look at your nose it don't even look like your nose anymore i know the nose spray <laughs> did your neck get really black as well no i didn't that? have that um okay I didn't have that to be honest. What, what, what did I have? No, I didn't have that. But my nose was definitely a, get, a dead giveaway that, yeah, she's pregnant. That's the standard though. <laughs> um, yeah, so got to eight months and yeah, I started swelling up. Um, and also it was very hot, you know, if you're pregnant and it's hot, ladies, make sure you stay hydrated all the time. Definitely. Um, but in summertime, I feel like it also causes you to swell even more. Um, so... I went to my regular checkup, and then this particular day, my blood pressure was through the roof. Oh no! So then they were like, "Why is your blood pressure so high?" And I was thinking, "I don't know." Do it again. <laughs> so she did it again, and she was like, "No, we have to refer you to the clinic today." So I'm thinking, "Oh my god, what's going on?" Yeah. Um, they've checked my baby and everything like that, so everything's fine. Um, so I've gone over to the blood pressure clinic, and they 
they've scanned they also do scans there as well um they can see the baby's fine they were like okay we're just going to start you on some tablets so that's fine so the uh, hope everyone's familiar with oh my gosh i've gone blank now what's it called preeclampsia yeah yes so they didn't say straight away that i had preeclampsia because you have to have well not you have to have um it's associated with headaches um high blood pressure high blood pressure and if you've got protein in your urine right so i didn't have no headaches uh i didn't have no protein so then they were like okay we're gonna have to do a 24 hour urine collection so they gave me this massive jug go pee in it for 24 hours and come back what the same jug just take it okay (laughs) (laughs) the things we go through so i was like oh my god i thank god i was driving because you know um so i was like okay so for 24 hours i peed in this jug (laughs) and then imagine having to lug it back (laughs) (laughs) every time you need to eat it's like an extra thought oh where's that jug where's the jug where's the jug i've got to collect it So they gave me like a little collecting jug and then the actual jug. So I'll collect it. And oh, then and then I you pour, pour it in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my god. So then I was like, I've got to go drop it off. So I've gone to drop it off to the receptionist. And I was like, oh, I've got a jug. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to whisper it. I'm like, oh, yeah, just there's loads of people around. And <laughs> it's true that you will hand it over. Yeah, I've tried to wrap it in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I've got a jug. And she, and, She's a lovely lady. She She's starts like, shouting back. She's like, oh, he's got a drug. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a drug. Come on, give me. Come on, give me. I'm like, yeah, I've got a drug. <laughs> She's like, okay, yeah, just put it down there. Down there is right where the corridor is, where everyone's sitting, so they can see my jug of urine right there. Like, <laughs> I mean, I ran out as well. I didn't run. I waddled out as quickly as I could at that point. <laughs> so they came back oh. to me. Um, no urine. Uh, no, no urine. Definitely urine. But um, no protein. Okay. Um, so that was fine. And then I think... So that was fine. So I was on the medication for a little while. Right. So I got to 38 weeks. Went to blood pressure clinic. And then, boom. There's urine. I mean, there's I, keep, protein. I keep doing this, don't I? There's, there's a protein. Lot, there's, a lot, yeah. there's protein um, in the urine. Okay. And... But they've said it's not at the mark where they would say it's preeclampsia. So all the signs are there. I've very swollen, you know, and whatever the other signs are. All the signs are there, but the protein, there has to be protein. And then I think the protein was just literally on the borderline of me having preeclampsia. Oh, no. So then they were like, yeah, it's literally, they're waiting. They're just literally waiting. So they made me start coming every day to do this urine every single day. Until one day... Um, they were like, yep, um, we have to book you in. So already, okay, so with the gestational diabetes, also, where where it's diet controlled, you can't go over 40 weeks. Okay. You can't go over 40 weeks in your gestation, so you can't go overdue. So um, where mine was controlled, they said, okay, I can decide from 39 weeks to, to 40 weeks what day I want to be induced. So I said, okay, can you just do it on 40 weeks? So I was just thinking, okay, yeah, I know exactly when my baby's due, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so like I said, I was at like 38 weeks at the time and then preeclampsia has gone through the roof, uh, blood pressure has gone through the roof, whatever. Um, 
And then what happened next? There was so much, it was such a short time frame. Um, I had to go in hospital for like three days. I think my iron levels were a bit low as well. At that oh my point. gosh, you were going Yeah, I told Yeah, I, I told you. Yeah, um, my iron levels were quite bad. So they booked me in and I think it was more so get, so they gave me an infusion of iron. Yeah. And then it was to get the blood pressure under control as well. So they knew that the tablets are working, blood pressure's fine, um, iron's fine. So she yeah. can go home. Literally within five days from then, because of the preeclampsia again, nope, you're coming in, sorry, you're going to be induced. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so I got to 39 plus four or something like, yeah. Okay. Very close to my 40, uh, 40 weeks mark. And so I'm in hospital and then they've given me a pessary, the first pessary okay. to start your induction of labour. Right. I'm not familiar with how labour is induced because I didn't have to go down that route. So it would be good if you could so be as pessary, detailed as like you a, can. I, I would say a pessary, I don't, it looked like, it's not a tampon, it's like a little... Is it like the t- pessaries that you use when you have thrush? That, and then you have to yeah, put that... Yeah, I would say, is it called... Was it gel? No, uh, do you know what? Let me tell you something. <laughs> they did so much to me. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not even the right word for it, I'm sorry guys, but it's a little thing that... It's like a tampon, okay. let's say, okay. and they, they shove it up there, but they don't really shove it up there. They ran it up there, right? Oh so I was not expecting... I was, she was just like, yeah, relax back. I'm going to put this up there, whatever, whatever. I was screaming. What was it painful? I felt, or just uncomfortable I, I, and in the way that she... I just feel like my whole dignity... Yeah. Dignity goes out the window. Uncomfortable. I wasn't expecting it. Just so, so much at once. So much at once. Yeah, I was just yeah. like, oh my God, like... <laughs> So they've done that, and then that can bring on contractions. So I was contracting from then for about 24 hours and nothing. Every time they checked me, I was like, I think I got to like about a centimetre. Yeah. And then... And you need to be 10. You need to 10, be 10 centimetres. Yeah. yeah. So could you imagine 24 hours and only one centimetre? That's frustrating. I was angry. I was and what angry. was the... the- the pain of the contractions, like from a one to ten, ten being like excruciating. I would say it was a good like six, seven. Okay, at the time. and you weren't on any I wasn't on pain anything. relief. No, okay. um, even at that point, I don't even think I was having gas in air. I was just every time the con- uh, con- contraction would come, I would just walk it off, just try to walk it off, and then that was that. My friend was there with me. She was really good. She was doing stairs with me, um, and then yeah, that twenty-four hours went, and then I had to have another pessary. You know, this time it wasn't so bad. I think it was more the the lady that did it the first time. She wasn't so great. Yeah. So this other lady, she was quite good, and she offered me gas and air. So okay. not bad, right? So another twenty four hours went. I think I got to like three centimeters. Is that? I thought, yeah, this is it. <laughs> I was thinking okay. yeah when they were checking me. So then they were like, yeah. So I was in a room with one other girl. So I got downgraded. What do you mean? So imagine. When you're about to give birth, you go from like let's say a suite of loads of people yeah. to like your own suite. Yeah. So I went from a suite with like just me and one other person, thinking I'm going to my delivery room. No, I got downgraded into a ward. Oh, with lots with of lots other of females people oh, because okay. I wasn't um, dilating. So then, so I'm having contractions through the day, and then they're like, okay, they're checking the baby. The baby's fine. I'm just not dilating. And I was just like, no, I want a natural birth. Blah 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 blah. So then there's the next thing, the hormone drip. Okay. So enlighten me about the this. Hormone drip. We just want a normal drip or So it's a drip 
so the IV infusion that you go into it goes into your hands. Okay. And it's got hormones in it, I believe. Okay. But it acts like a normal drip in terms of how it's attached to Yes, you. yes. Okay. And I, it's meant to bring on labour as well. Okay. But obviously it's, it's a lot more vigorously. Okay. Because it's literally straight into the vein, obviously. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> my vein okay. went from zero to a hundred. And you didn't have like um I don't know. That, did they offer you the epidural right. before? No, do you know what? I'm getting confused now. Sorry. So after the second um, pessary, yeah. so like I said, I got downgraded to a ward of people. Right. Yeah. So as the day went on in that ward, I just see everybody leaving one by one. Everyone's gone to have their babies, you know, and, and I'm you're still, still there. Here. Yeah. Right. So this has now got to my, a day, to, a day or two to my due date, my actual um, 40, 40 weeks, weeks mark. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I was just thinking, like, when's it my time? So it got so bad, there was, I think there was, like, maybe seven or eight of us in the room, and it was just me. So when the night staff came on, she was like, yeah, it's only just one. So it was not, It was quite nice having one-on-one, like, with one person to look after yeah. you. But because I was independent, she didn't even need to do much. And then it, I remember it was halfway through the night, and I used to go to the toilet. So I got out of bed, and I just... Psh. Okay, so that, that's the... um. Water's breaking. I thought I wet myself. I didn't think of it as waters. Okay. I don't... <laughs> so I thought... Oh, that's strange. So I've been to the bathroom and I've peed. Did you hear this? I've got up and I thought I've wet myself. But I've still gone to the toilet to pee. To pee, okay. And I was thinking, huh? And then I've gone back to bed. I've gone back to bed. And then um, the midwife comes. She goes, oh, you okay? Anything happened? And I said, um... Actually, you know, come to think of it, I caught up and I felt water come down and then she goes, so your water's broke? I said, I don't know if it was water if I peed myself. (laughs) And she was laughing. And then she goes, did you pee after? I said, yeah, I did. (laughs) I need to check you. So she checks me and she goes, oh, she's pretty sure that my waters are broken. So then she got a consultant to come and check me and she goes, yeah, she's pretty sure. So I was like, yes, we're going, we're going. So it's got to the morning and then another consultant's come and... They're saying that, so you might have waters in the front and secondary waters in the back, meaning... I'm learning things you, today. There's more than one water. I didn't I know say, that. I no, I want to say there's more than one, but it's like not all of it might have came out. Okay. So they had to give me antibiotics. Okay. Because obviously if you've been exposed, your waters have broken. and Infection. Infection and, and everything yeah. like that. Right. So they were like, yeah, there's still waters at the back. So I was like, okay. So they need to get the, the waters... I need to pop those waters. So I was like, okay. How does that, that happen? <laughs> so I'm sitting there. And then they come in with this long rod. Hey. And I'm thinking, what are you going to do? <laughs> Where's that going? Where's that going? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Let's, yeah. So, um. Oh, Jen, I'm feeling for you now. I can't lie. And then putting the rod up there. <laughs> I mean, we all like rods, but you're not that kind yeah. of rod. <laughs> no. So, um, yeah, so they've got this, yeah, it's a really, I don't know what it's called, there's a name for it, obviously, but it's got, like, a sharp sort of pointy bit. Hey. Not at the tip, it's like, it's coated in plastic, so okay, it's not going to okay. hurt you. So what they do is they push it up and then they try to use it to sort of... They're flicking flick. something, like, yeah. mucus, it's, a mucus plug, so, I know that. Yeah, okay. yeah, so they're just flicking at, I don't know, it just felt like that anyway. And but then, it wasn't painful. No, no, it wasn't, it was okay. just uncomfortable, yeah. but it's, I think at that point, I've been through so much. I was just not even bothered. And yeah. plus, I used gas and air again. Yeah. So they've popped those waters. Or that's yeah, fine. Right. Then they're like, okay, we're going to start you on the hormone drip. So 
they've started me on the hormone drip, as I said, the IV infusion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like I said, it went from zero to 100. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, I was screaming. I was... So I've heard a lot of people say, and I would quote on this, I would say that induced labour is... Because it's so vigorous, it's very painful. Because it's literally like you're fine and then you're not. It's like you're forcing the body to do something that's unnatural. Exactly. So can you imagine how painful that is? So I'm going through that for a few hours and I'm just thinking, oh my, you know, I can't do this. And then I'm on gasoline at the same time. And then they were like, look, if you're going to go through this, you're you're not even nowhere there yet. Really? In terms of dilation? Dilation and everything like that. So do you want an epidural? I was like, no. Then the next contraction came and I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so now getting this epidural done, I'm high on gas and air. They had to cradle me. And then I was like, you know, you're, yeah, I was literally yeah. really doped up. Um, and then I think the anaesthetist was like, why are you so scared? And I said, because I don't want to be paralysed. Yeah, and they're laughing. they're laughing and I'm thinking no I'm being so serious like yeah. it's so scary you hear all these things but you know at that point it was the best thing for me so right this is the scary part now so it got to the evening of that day and all I remember is obviously I was feeling better because I've got my epidural now so I've yeah. got the little button and you just it's as you need so if you feel is it bit, like a scrolly thing like yeah, and you can up it. And yeah, you can up it. You can, okay, and then there's a button where it releases it. Okay, and I thought, oh, it was good. Yeah, so um, got to the evening, and then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened, but I f- it's like I fell asleep, and then I wake up again. Oh, when you're on um an epidural, you have a catheter as well. I had that as yeah, well. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I went to sleep. No, I just fell asleep, and then I wake up, and I can see loads of people around me. And I'm just thinking, what's going on? And I go back to sleep. Because you're kind of high. I was high out of it, so I don't know what it is, what's going on. And then I heard someone say her temperature's spiking. And then, yeah, again, I'm just in and out of sleep. And then I wake up again, all the people are gone, it's just one person. And she's telling me, oh, you're stable now. I'm stable, I'm thinking, what's going on? What do you mean Mm -hmm. I'm stable? So I had acute kidney failure at that point. Oh, Right. Yeah, Jen. that's what I said. Yeah, we thank God. We, yeah, God we you do. Are great, honestly. We do. Honestly, so they were like, "Yeah, so we've checked you. Mm-hmm. You're only four centimeters still after all that. After that, that's seventy-two hours." Can I ask what caused the kidney or the acute kidney failure? Was it just because your body was just going through? My so body much? was going through so much, so it was like it's given up, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. God forbid, but you know, it was starting. It's to. starting to get. Yeah, yeah. so. They were like, yeah, so, you know, you can't... It's not It's highly unlikely that you're going to have a natural birth, so you need to, like, consider having a C-section. And I said, you know what, I've had enough. Just book me in for it. I've had enough. So that morning, they booked me in for my C-section. Um, and, yeah, I was so scared, you know, obviously. So going in to have a C-section now... Oh, gosh. Um... To have a C-section, you still need to have an epidural, but thankfully I already had mine in. Yeah. So they've taken me there, and then they're numbing me, they're numbing me, and then he's he's saying, can you feel this, can you feel this? I'm like, yes. And he's saying, can you feel this? And I'm like, yes. Even with the epidural? Yes. Is he poking you? Is that yeah, what he's doing? Okay. and they're spraying a cold spray on my foot, I okay, think, I'm okay. hearing it, and so I believe it's a cold spray. But I can still feel some sort of sensation. And then... 
when I don't feel like I can feel anything, they, obviously they start cutting or whatever. And I'm like, wait, no, I can feel it. And then they're like, there's no way you can feel it. And I was like, no, 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 I can feel something. Like, and but what then, were you feeling? Was it, you were just feeling the tug or were you feeling pain? I was feeling, I wouldn't say, I don't know, maybe it was a mixture of both, but I felt something that I didn't want to be feeling. That's yeah. what I was saying to myself. Yeah. And then the doctor was like, look, her toes sort of flinching a bit. Which means you can feel something. I can something. feel something, yeah. yeah. So then whatever they did, it worked anyway. I didn't feel anything else. And at around 9.50 in the morning, my oh, son was born. We, we thank God. God. And Honestly. obviously they have to take him away to check for the diabetes. He was fine. Um, yeah, literally when they brought him over, they brought him over the screen and he literally just looked at me like, and I was thinking, oh my God. And the thing is, I can't see. I'm just like, I want to see, I want to see, I want to yeah. see him. I cried. Obviously, of most course. people do cry, but, but I you cried because it was lot. like, oh my gosh, like I just want him to be okay. But the thing is, he's a right, he's a he's a fighter. He was a yeah. fighter. Like he just he was fine the whole way through. There was no point where he was in distress. In distress so okay. I thank God. Um, then my recovery. Oh Lord. So obviously they've patched me up. Um, I still haven't really spent time with my son, um, and. I'm just in recovery. And then my mum's there shouting down the place. Yeah, as she knows she should do, because you can't do anything for yourself. Um, But, you know, thank God he was there. Um, So they had to make sure that, obviously, after I've delivered, once your placenta's been delivered, your gestational diabetes should settle. Okay. So after my first meal or whatever, whatever, I took my blood sugars and we thank God that settled. We thank God, um, honestly. But then they still had to, I had to go for a scan now, a kidney scan because yeah. of what's happened. And if you can imagine, you've just come out of major surgery and then you have to be pushed on a, a wheelchair and through bumpy, you know, and you've bumpy got floors a, and things like that. Yeah, so I was yeah. very, 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 very miserable because um, my pain tolerance is very low. So even on pain, like you know, painkillers and things like that, I'm just um, I'm very very moody. Yeah. Um, so I was just not happy. So I couldn't really enjoy my baby in the beginning. Um, and then at the same time, the oh the pain medication was giving me hallucinations. Really, what were you hallucinating? I felt like people were talking to me and they weren't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> were, were the people actually in front of you, but you thought they were saying things that they weren't? Yeah, there was actual people. Oh, okay, in they, front. they were in front of you. Okay. Yeah, but it felt like, you know, they were speaking to me and they weren't. And I was like, huh, what did you say? I didn't say nothing. Oh, okay. You know. Was that all the meds though? All the meds, all the meds. so much stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I had to get my kidneys checked. Um, so I was in hospital, for, I think, for another, like, five days before I was even released. So to how be... many days were you in hospital from the, the first day you came in till the day that you left? So I was in, I think, about about seven days. Seven days. I think, and then, like I said, four, four or five days prior to that, I was in again. Do you remember? I came in and then I was discharged. And I was yeah, like, moving just four keep or five coming days. in, yeah. Yeah. So, wow, Jay. Yeah, I mean, you're a superwoman. Yeah, <laughs> honest. No, for real, for real. Like for real. Yeah. I'm not even exaggerating. Like honestly, honestly. And the thing is, do you know what? Because I was going through so much, I didn't actually deep what all the issues were. I didn't ask a lot of questions and things like that. I was just like, okay, okay, just. Just Did you find it. the hospital and the staff were supportive and that right. they were trying to keep you informed, or do you think do you think they were trying to make decisions for you? So. Um, 
I think they made they did make decisions for me. However, I think I thank God for those decisions that they made. Okay. Because when I read my discharge summary and I actually, you know, realized what I actually went through, I was like, wow. Like, I didn't realise I had sepsis. That's blood poisoning. Wow. You know, I didn't know. Was, was that in labour? I think, you know, at that point where my, um, I said that my temperature spiked and I blacked out. So it was uh, around that time. Okay. Um, you know, there was a few things on there that I was like, whoa. I went through all of this. And, you know, I did, obviously, like, I've reco- I'm not recovered, but I'm, I'm in pain because of my stitches and things like that. Mm-hmm. But... I didn't feel anything else. There wasn't necessarily a lot of other things wrong with me other than me needing to heal down there, if that makes sense. Mm. So to know that I had been through all them other things as well, it was like, wow. You know, like I said, they've made those decisions for me, but I am grateful. Um, You know, I know there's a lot of debate. I mean, I'm from South London and, you know, the most common hospitals around, I would say, everyone knows St Thomas's, everyone knows King's College. And there's like a big debate on whether, you know, which one's better, should I say. So when picking the hospital I wanted to um, have my baby at, um, my midwife was like to me, do you know that King's College, their um, neonatal care is the best in the UK. So I was like, do you know what? I'm gonna go with them then. And I'm happy I did because literally all those things that happened to me... They knew what they had, to do. They knew what to do. They had specialists there. They had, you know, all the things on site. That's I didn't good. have to get transferred anywhere else. And today, till today, me and my son, we're fine. You know, I've made a full recovery. Um, thank my God, ki- honestly. We do thank God. My acute, I had um, post-kidney um, appointments... Um, everything's cleared up. Everything's fine. They were following up. They were doing following up. They were they still till now. They still followed me up just to make sure. That's good. Um, and you know, like I said, my son's one now, and the fact that they're still following me up. Um, and they said to me, you know, if I was to have another child, I should come to them. They have their own. Because they've been an advocate for them now. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's a good thing because I think a lot of mums they're a bit unsure, they're a bit clueless when, it, <clears throat> especially if it's their first child, they don't know which hospital to go for because right. you don't you don't go online and reviews. You don't yeah. write reviews on hospitals. You 100%. know when it comes to even yeah. Birth, so. so when I mean they've got their own. Um, it's a this uh, the Harris Birthright Center. It's a whole new like building. It's amazing when you go there. It's just. I like it. it. Looks so techy. I mean, but you know, looks can be deceiving. But I mean, like I said, they had me there every day. Um, they will call it like I felt like they were my parents. Yeah. I would go in there, um, have a scan. They would scan the baby. They'll do a heart scan. They'll do this scan. They'll do an eye scan. They'll do you know. There were so many different scans. You know, normally you just go for a general like a thorough thorough check. check. Yeah. Okay. And like I said, each time he was fine. My son was fine. Um, but the fact that the way they take care of you as well, they don't look, neglect you. Because, you know, you hear all these stories where they've neglected the mother and there's so many sad stories out there. Yeah. Um, and they'll be calling me. Like, I'll be, you know, going to the supermarket on a random day and, oh, are you, you know, how are you feeling? Any this, any that, you know. Um, I think another sign of preeclampsia is like a bright light. If you see bright lights, you know, okay. flashing lights, should I say. Yeah. And I said, no, no, they'll call me up and check on me for things like that. So, 
That's amazing. That's I so refreshing. Like I made the right to yeah, hear, honestly, because yeah. you do hear stories um, online of mums not feeling supported or feeling neglected, yeah. especially like younger mums mm. as well, like teenager yeah. like, mums or even like early twenties. They right. just they just assume that oh they won't know, so we'll just make decisions exactly. or don't tell them. And I I disagree with that entirely because yeah. the end date is your body, and it's important that things are followed up mm-hmm. and people feel safe in yeah. your care. So it's really refreshing yeah, to so, hear that. Yeah, I mean, when choosing a hospital, my advice is, yeah, just ask, you know, what what does the hospital specialise in and make your decision based on that. Just because of all these things that can happen, all the unexpected, you know that you're going to be in the best care. So that's why I I believe, you know, I made the best decision for me and my my son. Um, Yeah, I can't fault them. To be honest, so yeah, I'm happy. Oh, yeah. No, honestly, no, we thank God you're here. We thank no, God that honestly. you had a healthy boy. Yeah, we thank God that you made it through all of that. Honestly, I think out of all the birth stories I've heard so far, yours seems to be the most traumatic. And it, it the way was. that you're still so happy, you know, like it's amazing. That's a testament to God. Honestly, that's your testimony. Like it's amazing that you're here. And honestly, we thank God. Mm-hmm. Because if I think about my, my pregnancy, my <laughs> labour, no. I, I keep quiet because mine does not compare to yours whatsoever, honestly. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I was really upset when I found that I couldn't have a natural birth. I wanted everything as natural as possible. So, you know, I was really, really upset. But, you know, I'm still a mum. Amen. I, I'm still here. Amen. My son is still here. Amen. So, you know, I've heard, you know, some people, they feel a bit less of a woman because they've not been able to give birth to a child. No, that doesn't make it any no, less of a woman. Because of, look at what you've been through. You still carried that child. Carried the child. You know, no matter how, that child is still yours. So, give thanks. Exactly, honestly. and that's not the only part of parenting anyway. I think exactly. parenting really does start when they're here. Here, Because they're not going nowhere. Not, no, no. Never, oh, that's I'm it. Just <laughs> about how old they are. Even us at our big ages. Me, my, I still rely on my mum for things. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, my son is definitely here. <laughs> He destroys everything. <laughs> Tell me about he just, it. He's, he's, he's a very, very, he's a boy. He's boy. just a boy. He's a boy. He's yeah. definitely a boy. And, you know, you can't have nothing nice. No. It's just a part. That's what comes with it. Yeah, but, but I love it. Exactly. I love it. Wouldn't change it for the world. So. So yeah. when it comes to, like, moving forward, obviously, if you plan to have more children, does it, does it sort of make you nervous? Obviously, knowing... Absolutely, I am. I can't lie to you. After having my son, I said I don't think I'm gonna have another one. <laughs> oh, I am petrified. You know, I am absolutely petrified. Have you had conversations with the hospital about like like potentially having another child? Any precautions you could take, or what they would advise? So they advised me not to have a child within the first two years. Okay, um, is that because you had a C-section, or yeah. is that because of everything? Because else? I think it's a mixture of everything: C-section and just for my hormones to settle yeah. and everything else. Um, they did say the gestational diabetes; it might not happen or occur in my next pregnancy. Okay, um, but obviously, on the safer side, because it's due to like hormonal changes, just you know, let your body settle yeah. a bit. And I personally feel like, no, I need, you know, that that's what needs to be done, yeah. to be honest. But you haven't completely ruled out. No, okay, to good. be honest, I realised, being a mum, I definitely don't want a big family. Yeah. However, um, I'd love to have one more, you know. Just think, so that they have yeah, siblings. siblings. Yeah. How, mean, many, how many, do you have siblings? Yeah, there's actually six of us. Oh, wow. Yeah, so okay. I actually have a big family, but... Okay. Um, 
yeah, I realised being a parent as well, what comes with it, me personally, it's all, you know, you have to make sure you look after yourself as well. 100%. So me personally, what I, hands-on experience, I know that I wouldn't be able to manage a lot of a lot of children. Not, I love my son. Oh, you know, 100%. It's not for everyone. It's a it's lot. It's not for me to Even have, I, yeah, I, I just realised that, okay, cool, I'm not somebody that can have, like, juggle many kids, yeah. and that's fine. But I, I would love to have one more. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely in the same boat. <laughs> I, I want one, like, ASAP. Yeah. My daughter's four. Yeah, I know. Oh, she's I don't know how she got to four. I don't know where she's growing to, and yeah. she's got so tall now. Oh. I definitely want more children. Yeah. But, you know, because yeah. I'm an only child as right, well, and yeah. I think that's more so why it's so important for me yeah, that she has a sibling, because... Yeah. Yeah, anyway, that's for a topic for another day. But, yeah, we're thankful that you've made it through that and you're here, you've got your beautiful baby boy. He's one now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, he's one, yeah. yeah. have you already, you already celebrated his birthday? Yeah, we have, yeah. How did you celebrate um, it? Lockdown birthday oh, party. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. You, have to, you still have to celebrate. It's his first birthday. I know, no, it's so. a big, I think it's a big milestone. It's a milestone, especially after everything you went through. Yeah. You have to celebrate. Yeah. And any time yeah. he's acting up when he gets older, just remind him, Listen. I went through all of this yeah. just to give birth to Now I understand even. when my mum turned around. I carried you for nine months, yes, you know? you understand. Yeah. Yeah. But do you know what? I'm happy. I delivered, well, delivered, had him at... You still delivered him? I still, yeah. He came out I, of you. I had him at uh, 39 plus nine. Okay. So a week before my... A day before. A week. Uh, what, how can I say oh, a week? 39, no, 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 sorry. Wait, I said nine. a week. No, sorry. 39 plus nine. No, a day, a day, sorry. A day. I said a week, didn't I? Do you I? mean sorry. 39 plus six? Because a week, seven oh, days. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know what? <laughs> I need a... I need... <laughs> 39 plus... I had to... 39 plus six. Um, so it was just a, a day, day before. before. Yeah, that's... Okay. Yeah. So... Happy still. <laughs> any advice that you would give to like any mums that are maybe going through what you went through currently or any mums that have been through what you've been through and are sort of a bit anxious about their next pregnancy um make sure just listen to your body yeah i feel like us as women our bodies tell us so much yeah just try and be as in tune as in touch uh, with your body as much as you can like i said i was craving fruits and all this stuff from the beginning and Lord and behold, I had the diabetes. Do you yeah, understand? Yeah. So, and try not to put pressure on yourselves. There's a lot of people going through the same thing. Definitely. Um, Were you part of any like mummy groups? Yes. So I did have a few. Like I had antenatal classes, and those classes were specific for my gestation with diabetes and things like that. So, you know, just ask your midwife. Be be able to ask questions. Ask your midwife. You know, don't feel like you have to shy away. The help no is there. No question is a silly question. Yeah, no, ask it. Yeah, literally, yeah. they are literally there for you. They are on call twenty four seven. Literally, if and even if you feel like something's not right, speak up. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'd say. Oh. And rest as much as possible. Rest Definitely. as much as you and can. don't feel guilty. Don't feel bad. This yeah, is like don't. one period in your life where you're allowed to sleep and no one can say, say anything to you because exactly. you're carrying a whole exactly. human being, a whole human. <laughs> Two heartbeats in one body. Yeah, like, it's, it's mad. It's yeah. actually mad. Thank you so much, no, Jen. I'm going to make sure to at you on the screen here and I'm also going to at you down below. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, if you have any questions, um, anything that you want to ask Jen, that you um, any questions you might have, sorry, feel free to message Jen or you can message myself. I don't know if I'll be any help in this particular <laughs> um, scenario because um, obviously I didn't go through this, but Jen... I'm sure we'll be more than happy I'm to happy answer to any help. questions yeah. that you guys have. Again, thank you, Jen, no for problem. agreeing to thank share you your story. Um, I think you've definitely shed some light on some really important areas that 
for me I've, I've not been <clears throat> sort of exposed to mm. so I think it's really great that you've shared that for other mums who are either are planning to have children mm-hmm. soon or if they've had a child and they've been through that then they know sort of mm-hmm. okay I'm not the only one there's right. someone else that's mm-hmm. been in this as well so yeah thank you so no much problem. we do thank appreciate you. it thank you for me thank you Thank you.